Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. Today, we want to talk about a mind reframe that you can try on to help you level up your food freedom journey. Yes. And it will make it easier (laughs) and quicker. More enjoyable. More enjoyable. All of the things. Because the biggest... The biggest part of food freedom that many women find challenging is the phase where you're giving yourself permission to eat more foods, giving yourself permission to eat all the foods you used to ban, and like having them often is a very scary area because for some women, it equates to some overeating while their bodies heal mentally and physically from past restriction and past dieting and which can be so scary because we've spent so many years of our life preventing that urge to overeat right yes yeah and overeating is equated with usually in our minds weight gain right Mm -hmm. and that doesn't always happen for people again we don't we can't say if you do food freedom you're going to gain weight or you're going to lose weight nobody knows but the idea if i eat more if I eat more and if I'm especially if I'm eating more foods that I used to not eat, then I'm probably going to gain weight. And as much as like when you go into food freedom, we let our clients know like your body might change, your body might go up, it might go down. It's part of the process. And as much as we like think, okay, I'm ready for this, when it actually gets to that point, it's scary for so many women. Again, because of what we've been conditioned to believe about our body and our worth and the number on the scale and all those things. And we wanted to talk today about we how we understand that that's so scary. And if you've heard Shana's journey, Shana did go through a phase where her body weight did increase in her food freedom journey um, and then came back and normalized to her normal body weight or um, set point weight, however you want to say it. But... To be able to get to the point where your body starts healing after it's like, okay, food is abundant. Okay, I'm allowed to eat these whenever I want. And that hyper desire comes down, the habituation happens, and your body can start normalizing. In order to get there, you have to give yourself the permission. And that is what's scary. And so we have a mind reframe to try on during this period yet help you to get to the other side. Yes. So it's an analogy to help the brain of like, oh, okay, I see what they're trying to say. Yes, because what happens is for a lot of people is they kind of dabble. They're like, I want to give full permission. So I'm going to allow these foods. And then when they eat more, then they kind of get back in their head. You know, they fully haven't neutralized their brain. They haven't fully, you know, got to food freedom, which is understandable. They're in the journey. So then they are like second guessing. Or like, should I be eating this much? Or, well, I ate that earlier today, so should I really be eating this? You know, all those kind of diety thoughts creep in. And instead of helping our food freedom process, it hinders it. And actually, in the big picture, equates to a longer overeating period. Mm -hmm. So you're in that uncomfortable for longer, which is like the worst, right? You're like almost pulling back because you're like, whoa. I want to prevent the worst thing from happening, but it's almost yeah. like that pullback, like we've talked about so many times on our other episodes, that pullback gets you stuck in the worst case scenario. Yes. It's backfiring completely. And so we want to but, go two feet in. Exactly. So to and yeah, that. 
Yeah. We want to go two feet in. It will prevent that. It'll make it shorter. And we can say that as much as we want. Like we tell our clients all the time, like, trust yeah. us, just go all in. Yeah. But of course, easier said than done, right? Yeah, of course. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah, totally get it. In all areas of life, really. This yeah. this like mind reframe can work in so many areas of your life, but we love it for food freedom. Yeah. So and why I just want to say one more thing. Like oh. every one of our clients, um, they look back. They look back and they see how it worked out. You know, yeah. they look back and they're like, thank God that I like went and did the journey. And thank God I like trusted myself and pushed through that really hard, uncomfortable time because it really does work out in the end. But again, looking back and seeing that doesn't help the people in the moment. Doesn't help I, the people that are struggling. I like that you said, thank God I trusted myself. Because this mind reframe really helps you to tap into that intuition that uh, is always there and it's always asking things of you. It's always asking you to trust. But then the brain does its thing and it it fears and it stops us. It's trying to do its job. And so it's very loud. It can cloud that intuition. So this mind reframe really helps you to feel that intuition and like tap into that feeling, I think. Yes. I think so too. I think so too. It was just, I heard this analogy that had, had it was a reframe in just the manifestation, affirmation, positive, you know, self-talk world. And it has nothing to do with food freedom. And it instantly was like, this is what we need to say to our clients because it really helped me understand it because people, you know, when you, I don't know, I, I'm a little bit foo-foo shishi in the fact that I do really I'm into like manifestation, like not in the sense of like, oh, I like, I want a mansion and it's also going to come type of sense. But the idea of like your self-talk matters, you know, if you're, if you're thinking negative thoughts, you're going to be stuck in a negative place. If you're, you know, if you're thinking positive, if you're being, trying to be positive and, and taking action steps paired with like believing the best thing's going to happen, you're going to have positive outcomes. Like it might not be like the whole idea of like, yeah, I'm going to win the lottery and all of a sudden you win the lottery, but just like that whole mindset, just like we teach our clients with rewiring your brain, it's the same idea. Well, that's what I was going to say. The fufu shishi is the science. That's why I love what we do because we are, it's the same. It's one and the same. It's like our beliefs directly impact our outcomes and that is the science. And you yeah. know, we go deep into all that stuff too, but that's also, you know, the energetics of it as well. If you want to put that out into the universe, the fufu shishi, the manifestation type stuff as well, really they're saying the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're, oh. if you know, if you're thinking crappy things about your eating, you're probably going to be eating crappy. If you're thinking crappy things about your life, it's not probably going to be going on the best route. And so mm-hmm. when I, but when I hear these manifestation videos or these law of attraction or whatever they are and they'll be like just act like just act like you already have what you desire mm-hmm. I never could like I know I, I couldn't conceptualize that because yeah. I was like how am I supposed to act like like let's say I don't know let's say I want to be a millionaire like how yeah. am I supposed to act like a millionaire when I'm definitely not a millionaire like I don't have never I'm experienced not, it never so you don't experienced even know what that, what the actions would be really yeah, I don't know what it feels like and then mm-hmm. You know, I also get those like feelings of like guilt, like, who am I to like think I'm that? Or like, do I just start spending money? Because I'm super like, Mm -hmm. I'm a money conscious person. So I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to just like spend out of my means thinking, oh, it's more is going to come back. You know, like that whole idea in the, yeah. in that world. And so I really struggled when they would say that. And then I could see our clients with food freedom struggling in those same moments. And we're like, just trust it. Yeah. <laughs> just trust us. It'll all work out. You know, like, how is that helpful? Yeah. And because, and just like you, like you have so many years of like not being a millionaire to back up, like, well, I know the outcomes if I did that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like the, anyone listening to this, if you don't have food freedom, any evidence you've had in the past of like letting yourself eat what you actually want went bad, <laughs> went terribly bad. Yeah. And so for us, we're like, yeah, it's this new thing. And you just do this and, and then voila, trust us. You're like, I don't have any evidence that that's going to work for me. And so that's where the brain is getting stuck. And so yes. this this mindset reframe helps with that. Yes. Okay. So here's the reframe I heard. I love that. I love that. You worded that so perfectly. So this lady said, she said, okay, if you really want to be embodying that feeling of how you feel and how you act when you have what you want. So think about for food freedom, how you would act if you really could eat whatever you want and not have to worry. This is what I want you to think about. So I'm going to use a money, a money example. That's what she used. And it just really did help me. So let's say you actually did win the lottery. You won a million dollars. Okay. And you took your, you know, you went to the lottery center, however it works in your country, and you got that check for a million dollars. And you went to your bank and you were like, here's my million dollars. Put it in my bank account. And they said, wonderful. This is like so exciting. Congrats. Just to let you know, it's going to take like 10 to 14 days for that check to clear. So you know you're going to have a million dollars in your bank account. We could even make it more like five million, like an actual amount of money that would matter, you know, like <laughs> in today's world. Million. Yeah, in today's <laughs> world. Um, not that a million wouldn't matter, but, you know, just to really get that feeling of abundance. So, you know, you're going to have five million dollars in 10 to 14 days. How do you act? How do you feel? What is your life like in those 10 to 14 days? Because you don't have the money yet but you know it's going to be there. I was closing my eyes when she was walking us through the analogy and the the words that came to my mind were like, I'm walking on sunshine, you know, yeah. like extreme gratitude. Yeah. Like, uh, like actual tears. And this is when the brain doesn't really know fact from yes. fiction, right? And yes. so the more we can rewrite the story in our mind, It'll help our brain believe that we are that person, that that's going to happen for us. And then it'll start looking for the evidence to conspire with you. Exactly. Like to make it happen. Oh, I got chills. Like this is the science and the frou-frou. Like this is why it works. (laughs) It all goes together. And like you're not going in those 10 to 14 days and spending frivolously because you don't have the money. But you're, but the way you're thinking about your spending and the way you're thinking about, you know, maybe even giving to others and helping others and the way that you're, you know, just thinking about things is just so chill, mm-hmm. you know, and like positive because you just know you're good. Mm, that's a good, a chills and chill is a really good one. Like there's this weight re- lifted off depending, yeah. you know, if you're if like food freedom is like really weighing you down or, or financials, whatever, right? That's really good. So then if we translate that over to food, so it's not like we're saying you're like binging, you know, eating all the food. No. 
you're just approaching food more chill yeah. because you know, like you, you know, if you go, if your family's like, let's go for dinner, you're like, okay. And you just like, know you can like pick something off the menu because you know that you'll stop when you're full and you know that your body will guide you to feeling your best. And you know that the worst case scenario isn't going to happen. You know, you know that you're going to be able to eat and just maintain that natural set point weight. So you're not like, binging because you yeah. just, you know, like that because that doesn't feel good. You know, you're not overeating because that's, again, that like idea of like buying the Lamborghini before the money. That's kind of where our brain goes. Oh, I'm just going to overeat. But no, it's like you're not overeating because you're just chill. Yeah. food. There's no frantic. There's no scarcity. It's just like, okay. I've got this. I got this. It's all good. It's all taken care of. It's all good. Yeah. And that's where our clients like end up, right? Like yes. you're saying – but during the journey, it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you sure? Uh, 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 uh. And then they get to this place and they're like, I don't know, but I just don't think about food anymore. Like, who am I? Yes. And so that's that. And then this person in this analogy, I don't know. I just don't think about money. Money. Anymore. Yeah. That's exactly what it would be, right? Like if you knew that you had money coming, you're not like stressing about every little thing anymore. You know, that chill is happening because you don't have to stress and same with the food you know if you know that you can just eat any food you want and in a way that makes you feel amazing you're not going to be stressing about it Mm -hmm. i love that so you're not micromanaging it why would you micromanage when your body can Mm self-regulate right and so if you're like okay I like this analogy. I want to try it on. What are the things that someone would do that my future self would do as a food-free person? It's exactly like Nikki was saying, right? Like, oh, okay. I, consciously, I'm not going to micromanage this meal. I've got this. My body's yeah. got this. Yeah. Right? And like tapping And just really place. being in tune and like in a calm, peaceful way. Mm-hmm. You know, like enjoying your meal eating every single bite that while it tastes delicious and stopping when that deliciousness fades because you're full. Have you guys ever experienced like an up level in your life when it's like something happens in your life and it like helps you see yourself differently? And so if you all, if you, like Nikki was saying before, it's like tied to our identity statement. She's like, I am, I've always been someone that's like, really frugal, right? Yeah. And so trying on a mindset of a millionaire is hard because it's not our identity statement. Yeah. So with this analogy and you're like in your brain trying on the fact that you really are in 14 days, you know, like you are a millionaire, millionaire, you have the money in 14 days. Even in my mind, it like shifted my identity statement. Yeah. In, in which case it can like shift how you show up and like like who you are essentially, like how you act. Um, there was something so I was much, oh, yeah. and so a food-free person, when they go through the journey, they really learn this like profound connection and respect with their body, where they no longer, like Nikki was saying, micromanage. And the internal intrinsic desire to eat mindfully <laughs> is there. And so what I was trying to say here is like, would that analogy help you up level? I'm just, these are like the words I love. 
into someone who likes to mindfully eat. You know what I'm trying to say? Because like sometimes when we're stuck in our previous identity statement with all the evidence that was really crappy for sure, I totally get it around food. It's our autopilot to kind of just check out when we're eating, right? Yeah. And so if we are working on this mind reframe of like, who really am I down deep inside? Like, who am I really meant to be? I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start tomorrow, you know, kind of thing. Um, That part of that, when we're really visualizing, visualizing deeply, like Nikki helped us walk us through, helps the brain really believe that we are that person, will help you with those things that food freedom people do, like people with food freedom (laughs) do, Mm -hmm. which is gladly mindfully eat. So yeah. if that makes sense, like when it's more of like an identity statement and then like an up level, like I feel like this is who I am, then it's just like an action that's automatic versus a chore is what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah. like, oh, I have to do it because that's what they do, you know? Yes. Like, totally. It's just you know? a part of you now. Yeah. I'm First- someone who wants my meals to be, oh my gosh, yum. I'm, you know, I don't want to eat bland, boring food. And I want to feel confident, like effortlessly, that I can effortlessly stop when I'm full and satisfied because I'm not into overeating or something, you know, like just like that new identity statement versus I'm someone who can't stop eating. Yes, exactly. And so for like the money analogy, if it's like, okay, million, if I want to be a millionaire, then I have to, have to, should, did, 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 all those statements, right? Yes. Um. I don't know what, just like money things, right? <laughs> like save yeah. this, look at my account then, da, 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 da. I don't know, chores. Yeah. Not have yeah. Starbucks according to Dave Ramsey or whatever. <laughs> right. There's a million different pieces of advice. Yeah. Those chores are like a should and have to and need to, and they're not sustainable because of that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like they don't feel good. They're not coming from intrinsic. They're external suggestions and it's not part of your identity statement. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. And so and if the I, inner toddler rebels. Rebels, right? <laughs> and so in my mind, if I'm practicing this visualization every single day, which is what her feed was telling her to do, and it was so yeah. helpful. And this is like if we like a one way to go about it, having that commitment to just visualize it will help you change your identity statement. And then these actions start to come automatically, intrinsically. Yeah. And maybe I'll be better at checking my my bank account or something like that, you know, because like Nikki and I both have like past drama when it comes to financials in our like lineage. Yes. So anywho, <laughs> yeah, um, that's another. That's we have been not been taught that abundant mindset around money. <laughs> no, this is why we're so interested in these things, but they totally yeah. do apply to food freedom um, and who we really are meant to be, which is yeah. to have that intrinsic tool of eating around food. There was another analogy that we talked about in our coaching session that is kind of the same, um, the mountain, right? And so food freedom can sometimes be like climbing up this really steep mountain. And for a lot of us, like climbing up a steep hill gets to be like arduous at some at some point. And like, you're like, oh, my feet hurt. Like, I just want to stop. And like, why am I doing this anyways? You know, stuff like that. Um, it made me think of when my friends brought me to the top of Whistler and I'm not a skier or a snowboarder. They just like strap skis onto me. And so I'm like, oh, I would have rather just après ski be in the chalet. 
So we're like taking this massive gondola ride up to the very top of Whistler. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. You guys I'm like, why don't you just do it yourself? Like being all like Debbie Downer. And then I get to the top and I had no idea. I couldn't even fathom the beauty and the view up there. Like I, right. I could try to explain it to you, but it's next level. Like if you ever get the Because you've chance, never been up the top of a mountain before, right? No. That was your first time. Well, I've been taught like some you've been, mountains. You've been like on small ones. Exactly. I remember for my bachelorette, we went up a small one, but you yeah. haven't been on like a big, tall Where you mountain. can see the whole world, it felt like. Yeah. Like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like I felt – and it was just really beautiful. And so that's what also food freedom is like. It's like you're going up this where you don't really know where you're going inside you're like I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing but to get there it's kind of annoying and then you get there and there's this whole other world that you didn't even really see was possible for you yeah which is what our clients literally said yesterday on her call like I am a whole new woman yeah I didn't even know was possible yeah so yeah oh I love that I love that it's a great way to end the podcast episode yeah Hopefully this is helpful. We love yeah, this stuff so much. So if you like it, please tell us. And we'll bring some more into the podcast episodes. But yeah. 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 And as always, leave a review or share this podcast with someone in your life that you think would love it. That really helps us out. And we appreciate it so much. We do. Thank you so much. Yeah. See Bye. you guys next week. Bye.